podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. And welcome, lovely listeners, to the Anfield Index podcast. It's episode 224. I'm Trev Downey, and I'm podcasting to you from the study in my home in a field in beautiful rural Ireland. I am joined, as ever, by murder bloke, celebrity scribe, Carl Kopak, and our Punjabi correspondent, Cam Branch. While in the background, Guy Drinkle is probably munching on a Toby Carvery and watching cartoons. Now, to start the show this week, lads, I'd like to share with you something which has always given me particular joy, um, and that is a man expressing exasperation in various ways. Uh, we Irish are kind of famed for our colourful ways of articulating annoyance. Uh, my native language of Gaelic is particularly rich, not only in poetry and, and song, but also in ways of wishing ill on others. For example, hit you up with this one. Goditi de Vagrli diet, iha de vanish which means may your balls fall off on the night of your wedding, which is quite nice. I think you'll, you'll agree as a turn of phrase. It's a nice, delightful. it's delightful. Yeah. Yeah. We, we, we have a, a heritage of that. However, much as I have tried to do my part on my own small circle of influence to spread the richness of our particular take on the Queen's English, nobody's had more impact in this regard than the actor Colin Meaney in his various roles in the van, the snapper, and the commitments, and the other Roddy Doyle thing you can think of. So here to begin the show this week for your audio delectation is the great man saying the word Jesus as many times as he can Excellent. in 45 seconds. So Excellent. sit back and enjoy Colin Meaney saying Jesus in various ways as various things afflict him. Here we go. I think you'll agree. I think I recognise that last one. <laughs> yeah, it's the Elvis story in the commitments. It is, pal. Yeah, I thought it was. Yeah, where Joey the Lips was telling me the time uh, Elvis's dad puked up in his. Uh, That's exactly his, his, it. But yeah. That's it's it's an awestruck Jesus. There was yeah. a horror. There were lots of horrified Jesus, panicked Jesus. Yeah. That was awestruck Jesus, and awestruck Jesus might be the name of the of the show. Yes, yeah, that's, yeah, that's it. That's done straight away. <laughs> right, Carl. Thank God for that. Comes uh, <laughs> awestruck Jesus. That's what that's called. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's got to be brain related. Uh, Carl, how how are you getting on this week? Have you got any opening ideas for us? I have three quotes from the same human being. Um, uh, three quotes sound a lot, but it's worth every every word. Here we go. There aren't many quality left-backs around in the world, never mind in England. So to find an English one who can go straight into the team and not any adjustment problems is a big advantage. He's a player I know, a player I've worked with, and he knows the way we try to play and the things we try to do. 
that's another little advantage. But the main reason for bringing him here is because we need a good player, and he's the right man for the job. Quote number two, and this is where you're going to get who I'm talking about. I think I know already. <laughs> what What do you mean my methods? What do you mean do my methods translate? Oh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> They've translated from Halmstead to Malmo to Arabo to I'm going to guess this one. Nushal Zamash, it's a guess, um, to the Swiss national team. So I find this question insulting. So suggest that because I've moved from one club to another, that the methods which have stood me in good stead for 35 years and maybe one of the most respected coaches in Europe to, don't suddenly work. It's very hard to believe. But this is my favourite, this third one. Everyone I know in football respects the job I'm doing here and aren't too surprised if it hasn't got to be an easy start. In fact, 95% would have predicted it as Mourinho did. Liverpool will get worse and worse, is what you said. And if the great man Marino says it, I don't know why you just don't quote him. Oh, wow. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a Liverpool manager. Isn't that it's incredible to think that that was our, part of our past, a, a, a recent past? Yeah. How, how horrific is that? And Uncle Royston in the immediate future as well. Uh, we must talk about that. I'm 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 in two minds about this game coming up. I'm really curious about what you think about that. But yeah, they they're they're quite stunning. Well, can we talk yeah. about the opening quote? Who he's talking about there? Oh, it's got Kamchesky, right? Again, that's another little advantage. The main reason bring him is because we think he's a good player and he's the right man for the job. It has to be Kamchesky. Nobody else. Yeah, 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 yeah. Kamchesky, <laughs> and of course, and of course, the the added complication of Kamchesky's ma. Which, yes. uh, yeah. which, which was, which was an interesting little turn of events as well. That's yeah. splendid, and that has actually. Yeah, I, I love being called scum by a footballer's mother. Mmm, tasty. Mm, that was nice. There was. You have a habit, don't you, We must. Uh, we we yeah, must. We must look up, um, and I'll get it as an audio clip next week, the most recent absolute breakdown that Roy had where he started losing his rag completely and cursing. That was magic. Uh, I'm going to see if I can find that before the show's out. If I can, I'll play it into the, into the uh, microphone for you. Uh, Cam, what about yourself? You're still out foreign, God bless you, um, doing, doing the business. Uh, how's, how's, how's life treating you out there? Yeah, this country's a shithole. <laughs> Dear, oh dear, oh dear. Bye, bye everyone. Bye, bye, bye half of our listeners. Bye, 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 all our, bye all our Indian listeners. Yeah, well, I'm I actually, I, 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 can I just, on behalf of myself, Carl and Guy, we don't uh, agree with Cam's sentiments, just to, just to get that yeah, You haven't experienced the joys of this wonderful land that is known as India. So, um, what's taking you down, brother? What's taking you down? Oh, it's, uh, it's just the bureaucracy of it all. It's just wearing me, wearing me down slowly but surely. But you know, we're getting there. We're we're fighting the good fight. So. Is it is it is it just two weeks away from Dr Pepper? Is that basically what's doing it? <laughs> no, I've got I've got Linker, which is which is a pretty, although it's completely different. It's it's a nice it's nice to it's nice to have a nice change. Linker is nice. Uh, the local, I, I will give the locals that. I'll, I'll give them Limca. What is it? Is it a sugary drink? Is it sweet? Yeah, it's, it? a su- it's a sugary lemon drink. Okay. So, uh, yeah. Oh, does, does it got a taste that can't be beat? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. Go, go with it, Cam. Go with it, Cam. They've got to our big pockets, whoever makes that. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. Yeah, le- lean into that a bit, fellow, because we. <laughs> God knows, spam didn't work out for us. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah, spam shit. By the way, everyone, don't bother with spam. Spam shit. Yeah. As as is River Island. They can fuck yeah. as well. Yeah. That won't be the t- that won't be the title of the podcast. Spam shit. 
<laughs> we might get our sponsorship deal then. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah right. Yeah. Go on, go on. Hit us with a hit us with a right. Name. Okay. Um, I was struggling with a quote this week, so I thought I'd go back to tried and tested. So, this is somebody who was born on the fifteenth of January, nineteen twenty-nine, and sadly passed away on the fourth of April, nineteen sixty-eight. And funny enough, he, he he mentions the motherland. So here goes. To other countries, I may go as a tourist, but to India. I come as a pilgrim. Mm. Died 50 years ago. Mm. And when, when was he born? Say again when he was born. Uh, January the 15th, as in today, 1929. 29. Okay, right. Short stint. Uh, Christ. Do, do, do we have a country at birth? The USA. Okay. Not Gandhi. Uh, no, because he wouldn't have come here as a tourist. That's, that's what I said. That's what I thought, yeah. Yeah. Is it, is it Roy Hodgson? <laughs> oh, let's get it out of the way Adam Lallana yeah, <laughs> yeah. you took the words right out of my mouth well, go on, he, Martin like, Luther King Jr Martin okay okay I, I, did, I did oh April April fucking 60 yeah we should have got that Carl that's, that's poor on yeah. both of our parts that's, uh, that's poor you two not knowledge is that is that basically just uh, is it just the one from you this week then from, um, from MLK yeah just, yeah just one and then I've got a finishing one obviously Excellent, because uh, the listeners will be glad to know that we've got a special jingle for you this week as well um, to, to cue you up, um, because you have made quite a feature. I hope it's extra cheesy because um, we have, we have, uh, we have, I've leaned into the cheesiness for the jingle. Yeah. I think it, it really, uh, there, there's a lot to talk about and I know. Can, Cam- can I just go straight back to, go back to Hodge again very quickly, Trev? Why not? I just go remember on. this because I was just, it's just Cam talking about, you know, um, pilgrimages to, uh, um, so it's a rare and present lands. Um, I know I, pr- I probably have mentioned this before, cause just because I still find it fascinating. When when the Hodge was um, uh, England manager and they had to play Iceland, that, that was the Euros, I assume. Well, yeah, it would have been the Euros. Um, him and Ray Lewin, I think I want to say, is number two. Ray they Lewis. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah they, they, didn't, they didn't watch Iceland. They didn't go to the Iceland game to sort of scout to see what was going on. And this is my favourite Hodgson thing ever. And it's not really him. It's, it's Ray, what's his name? Um, they went to Paris instead because Ray Lewis had never been. Yeah, there you go. That makes talk, a lot of sense. Talk, talk about a man of the people. He's never been to Paris. But but the best thing about it is, you know that Roy was taking him there in a tour guide capacity, walking him around like the broadsheet manager that he is, and tell him all the all the, tell him what the what the sites of cultural merit were. I think he really really leans into that whole idea of his reputation as a cultured gent. You know that he, I think he he, he, he I, reads books. You know he reads the books and that. Um, yeah, yeah. You'd imagine there's a Panama hat on going around there, don't you? Almost no doubt about it. Yeah. Almost no doubt about it. In fact, I do believe there were some interesting pictures going around of him jumping from a boat to uh, to appear yes. at one point. Do you remember that? There yeah, was at least yeah. one comical image of him. He's uh, wearing a suit up, but he's wearing Nike trainers at the same time. That's it. I think it got yeah. it, got, it got memed into the next life. So yeah, that we must dig that one up as well. Uh, right. Well, look. Uh, I, as I was as I was saying before, you brought us down that uh, Hodge memory lane there, uh, Carl. There was. I know you you had restricted. Um, access to the footy this week uh, myself and cam did see it um in in all its glory 
I'm going to start then with Cam because you've uh, managed to, to see the entirety of the match. W- was there a specific highlight from you? I'll ask Carl the same because I'm sure, despite the fact that uh, he might not have had uh, much of a view of the game, there's a lot going on around in the football world. There's so many things. We might find ourselves not so much on the Reds this week because there's a lot to cover, lads. A lot of interesting types. But in terms of Liverpool, just to get us cracking, uh, Cam, what was, the, what, was, what, was, what was your highlight or your moment, uh, LFC moment of the week? Oh. Well, nothing really happened in the match that stood out for me. Um, Port Fabinho slotted in nicely. Um, Would you not have been more enthusiastic than that about Fabinho? I thought he was outstanding. Like I found, I I got tremendous joy. I don't, I, I don't think he was challenged so much. I don't think that the um, the Brighton front two really put him under that much pressure. I mean. We dominated the ball. We had about seventy percent possession. Eight, you know, might be not, might be nearer seventy five percent possession. I'm not sure quite what the stats were. I know at one point it was eighty uh, percent even hit. So he didn't. If you think about it, they didn't really have that much to do. But what he did do, he did really well. Um, and but don't forget, he, he's playing alongside Virgil Van Dijk, and I think that really helped. If you'd been playing alongside say Dexy Lovren, it might have been a different kettle of fish. So um, I don't want to read too much into one game. I think, you know, we 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 can get overexcited by one performance too quickly. Um, I, I got, granted, it's not his natural position. I, I, I accept that. Uh, but he had his warm-up match against Wolverhampton, you know, the week before. So it's not like he was unaccustomed to the position. But I just think I just don't think he was put under enough pressure to say he was, you know. I don't know, dude. He made a couple. Of re- he made a couple sense. of really, really important interceptions. Cut out a few really, really uh, dangerous crosses. He was the one, actually, even more so than Virgil, who was on on point and on a few occasions when. They did have whatever little challenges they have, and I accept what you're saying. It's a very fine point. They did uh, have uh, very much a minority share of possession. They were very much dominated for the duration of the game. I do get that, but I, I have to say I was I was more enthused probably than than you sound by it. The in terms of of the 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 penalty incident, Carl. I know you probably have thoughts around this as well, um, because there's a wider narrative that's been building and building. Um, you would have seen in in the highlights anyway uh, what happened happened and it's quite it's quite remarkable that there was any question about it at all and I mean obviously there the opposition manager was straight out and and, and made it very clear that uh, his player had made a complete balls of it and that Mo was but it's just three, it's three penalties it's yeah the, it's three yeah because because I because I I, I I didn't get to see the game so I was driving up to Liverpool at the time but um I've seen I've seen the you know the incidents and what have you and I was trying to work out for which which fouls he given the penalty for because he pulls his shirt then he hits him and then Drags him again, sort of. So, um, yeah, and I've, I've been on match today. Was basically said straight away. Yeah, of course that's a penalty. But of course you're gonna you're gonna get the bell ends in in wherever they are these days. Dubai is it? Um, so oh, yeah, you know he's going down very easy. Um, Kenny Dalglish said something fantastic once about penalties. When someone said to him when he was manager, "Don't Liverpool get a lot of penalties?" He said, "Do you know why that is? It's because people keep fouling us when we're in the box." Yeah, perfect. Perfect. That's that's just class from the king. Yeah. I love that. I love that. That's that's exactly yeah. that's the only line to say there. And of course, realistically speaking, we had a run there where Liverpool did not get a lot of penalties. And so, all of a sudden, so July two thousand seventeen. No, it won't be July, obviously. But so if, if sometime mid two thousand seventeen, 
the last time yeah. they had a penalty before Newcastle. Yeah, and I mean, it, 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 but but again, it feeds into this thing. Home, we'll, home, home, sorry, that's my home penalty, I should say. We, we'll come back to it again. This thing that I'm sorry that I'm sorry driving at, which is, as you said, we had our our boys on BN Sport, who uh, more of them later, um, t- talking and, and whipping up the narrative about Salah being a diver. It seems to be very much on everybody's lips. And I'm not doing this entrenched, besieged sort of. Uh, uh, no, no, they're and, all out to get us. But, on that because it's very easy to say uh, Harry Kane, anyone, Jamie Vardy. But but to be honest, that doesn't. Raheem Sterling Monday night. Well, because there is just a. You don't want to use the R word, do you? But it's strange how it's okay for Vardy and Harry Kane to dive and no one says a word. But suddenly we've got um, uh, a kid from Jamaica who the media clearly despises, and and Mo Salah playing for a club that a lot of people despise, and suddenly they're the cheats. But but good old England Harry Kane and Jamie Vardy aren't. Yeah, I guess that's what that's what I was that's that's what's becoming really clear to me in a yeah. way that that it hadn't been for a long time. Yeah, of course that that racial thing is there, but what really has become clear to me, and I'd like to get your take on this cam as well, is that idea that we've spoken about before, and, and you're always in danger of feeding into exactly what these idiots want you to do, which is to play up the idea of of being uh, in some way uh, uh, singled out um, for for abuse, but that is exactly what seems to be happening. It's a remarkable thing. And I bring it back to one thing in my head and it seems to be fear. I think I've never seen anything to quite quite like this to rival it. How many times have you seen Cam fellas say, oh, if they win it, Liverpool fans will be obnoxious and unbearable. What what the hell does that mean? Well, why shouldn't we be? Well, I will, I, I will now. I will now. I will now. Exactly. Because why shouldn't we be? We, I mean, we don't talk about, I mean, we do, but we don't go to every other club to talk about. That's all I see on social media generally from other fans. They're, they're so obsessed about Liverpool. But Liverpool fans are so much obsessed with the clubs to the extreme that they are about us. It seems to be a whole collective where it's them against us. And when it becomes them against us, you, you create that seed mentality, don't you? And so what are we going to do? We're going to say, way, we're champions. Woohoo. Suck on that, baby. What, 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 how are we going to be obnoxious? I don't, I don't get it. What can I, what can I actually say that's going to be so obnoxious that is actually wrong? You we, see, we won the league. But this is it. If we win the league. But this is, is it. It? it. Irrespective, it's the conversation. The reason the conversation is happening, and Carl, I think you'll probably uh, concur on this. The reason, because, you know, the three of us have been around and we know what we know what it is to be a Liverpool fan. And I think the reason this conversation is happening, theoretical and all as it is, hypothetical and all as it is, is because of that other really deep seated and obnoxious sort of attitude that still fucking remains to this day about Liverpool, about the city, about the club, about the supporters. I think that has to be feeding into it. I think there's no doubt about it. What's your take on it? Anyone but the Scousers. Yeah, imagine uh, well, still. Yeah, I mean, I mean that, that's the that's the um, the internal debate that a lot of United fans have got. It, it's it's either their worst enemy or their even worst enemy. Um, you know, one of those is going to win the league, <clears throat> and um, they've won City to win it. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> the, the ones I've read have said, yeah, well, easy. I'd always have City, I'd always have City over them. Yeah. I mean, it's the same as us if 
if it was, um, I mean, just try and try and get a grasp on this idea, at least you never know. <laughs> uh, yeah. Evan and United going for the league. I mean, it's like the 1994 FA Cup final. Evan against Man United. I mean, what do you want to be, shot or stabbed? I mean, that's the way you've got to look at it, really, in those, uh, in those circumstances. And, um, yeah, there's always going to be a bit of that. And that's why, I mean, if you were going to ask me, you know, what would be my takeaway from, from Saturday... It'd be the interview afterwards when they said to Klopp, you know, you're seven points clear now. Uh, what does that mean? And he just laughed and he went, nothing. It means absolutely nothing. And that's the right attitude to have because they want to build it up and build it up until we bust because we've done it before. And I love the fact that Klopp said that um, because there, there is a narrative against Liverpool. And I'll be honest, it's one I embrace. I've got no problem with people hating me before. I, I was um, talking to a friend of mine recently about this. Uh, a very, very close friend of mine. I met his uncle and... I shook hands and he said, oh, this is my mate, he's a Liverpool fan. And he's, he looked me straight in the face and said, don't like Scousers. And I was fine with that. I thought, okay, I mean, I love my mate to death, but your uncle's a prick. And <laughs> if, if that's the way people are going to be, then in fact, I just walked out of the room. I thought, I'm not even going to argue with it because that's what you want. You want the arguments. Yeah, but you see, I, there is that difference. There is that difference. That I know the first time I met, um, through the Anfield rap, actually, the first time I met uh, Steve Armstrong, who you'll have met several times as well, uh, the, the United We Stand uh, tremendous man, uh, podcaster, lovely fellow, right? And the first time I met him, he was overtly hostile, right? <laughs> yeah. Overtly hostile. And I had a quizzical eyebrow lifted till he found out what was the measure of this Irish lad who thinks he's a Liverpool supporter because he was a, a United supporter and very aggressively so. And anytime he talks about United, I like the way he talks about it. He's more interested in the whole fan experience. Uh, than he is about anything else, right? So I understand that kind of natural antipathy because that's exactly how I feel about that lot. But there's a difference. That's not that's not what you're talking about there. That's not what I was suggesting either. And um, that's the kind of stuff that we lean into as fans. And I I, I I readily embrace that. It's this other nasty side of stuff. And I understand you say I'm okay with people hating me, but I have to say I, I find it I find it thoroughly obnoxious. And it's re it's a real culture um, within other fan groups. I mean. And I, I think, like I said to Cam, I think it comes from fear that, oh my God, don't let them get back on top. That would be the worst thing ever, you know? Well, I think that there's another side to this as well. I've got no problem with Man United fans disliking me because that's that's part of the uniform when you sign up. If you're a Man United fan, you hate Liverpool. I mean, if you don't, you don't, fair enough. But a lot of that's in there. What I don't like, and this is something we've touched on last week as well, it's people of other clubs thinking they're part of that as well and picking a rivalry and saying... Yeah, we mm. hate the Scouts as much as United do. Well, firstly, no, it's you don't. It's not possible. It's not it's, possible. Well, because it's, ge- it's a geographical thing. It's a political thing. It's the yeah. fact that we're very, very similar cities. We've got River. They haven't. Suck on that. And we're a little canals. bit similar. With, yeah, they've got canals. Cotton and Guns, as Alan Partridge says. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and, there's, and, and there's the annoying thing of so quite similar. We're very, very vocal about you know music and things like that and culture. I'm not going to get that from a fan of Leicester City. I'm not going to take you on as an enemy. And that's probably a bad example of Leicester City, actually, because they really don't like us. But um, not well, Ma- Ma- Manchester City is the prime example, because th- this contrived rivalry that they're trying to build up is pathetic and embarrassing. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're doing this thing where they're, they're singing about us week after week after week. Oh, Cheers. God. It's, nice it's... to live in your heads. Cheers. It's the it's the cringiest thing ever. It yeah. genuinely is the cringiest yeah, thing. Do you know? Do you know what that also says about what Manchester City are doing? You know what that actually also says. Go on. It, it also shows right now that 
Manchester United are irrelevant in the whole conversation because they want they want that they know they don't have a rivalry with Manchester United now. They know they're so far superior to Manchester United. They need to create a rivalry somewhere. Otherwise, it's it, it's just boring. It's like almost we 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 don't see Everton as rivals. We simply don't. They can they can be. Well, Michelle they're rivals, and they're not rivals. Yeah, they're they're not yeah. serious. They're, they're, they're rivals, just a, they're just a, they're a city rival. That is it. They're yeah, eternal city rivals. Yeah, eternal and, rivals. And, that, and, that, and that's what it is with Manchester City, and Manchester United. So they yeah. need to create a rivalry somewhere because we've got that rivalry with United, regardless of whether they're good or bad. Because let's be honest, we've been quite bad for a long time. Um, we've had our moments, but generally we've been quite bad. So. Because we've always had that historical rivalry with United and they are gloating over us in a really horrible way, we we will never lose that. City don't know what to do. City fans don't know what to do. Because mm. it, it, it's different. It's it's like us with Everton. We don't see them as rivals in any way, shape or form, do we? Are you trying to tell me that you're not quaking your boots at the uh, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer revival under United? No. No. I didn't think you were, so I'm not. State of it. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, the state of it. They're well, so that, that said, thanks for the win, lads. Oh yeah, great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it was great for that. Uh, that took that took a bit of pressure off, lovely. And the yeah, last I mean, the last couple of hours, but there's another knock on one, which is that poor old Harry's um, out for a while. Out till March. Yeah. Um. So. And Son's and uh, Son's gone to so, Asia Cup. Yeah. Asia Cup for a month, and uh, they got other. Oh, can you hear the train in the background? I was going to say, is this some Punjabi sort of uh, atmosphere like we're getting here? That that train, yeah, I'll tell yeah. you now, is oh. a mile away. You're kidding me. No. What are you in? A, a, some sort of a... a I'm in the village. Echo the village. echo chamber or something, though. No, I'm in the bedroom, and uh, we're in a village, and that, that train line is... It's not a mile away. It's probably half a mile away, sorry. Actually... But, uh, Actually, now that you mention now that you mention your locale and we've had we've had that lovely atmospheric inter- interjection from the train. I meant to say this to you a couple of uh, last week. When now that you've been out there a while, what is the big is 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 Manchester United the big club out there or what? Yeah. Club, what, what, um, what jerseys? To be honest, do you see? I haven't seen any. Honestly, is it uh, was all cricket? Or? Uh, yeah, not not generally no, because um, it, it's a poor country. You know, it's people have money here. Um, people, I don't, I haven't seen any football jerseys, so I'll probably see some Saturday night. Me and Tandon are hooking up Saturday night um, to watch the to watch the game. Uh, so we're going to go out into one of the city, uh, local city here, and um, we'll see Saturday night. But generally, I've not seen any any jerseys. All the me 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 nephews have come back from the UK, and the the young lad, he, he's he's had his. United jersey on, so I've been walking around with my Liverpool jersey on. So um, yeah, so uh, it's it's one of those. And funny, just going back to my nephew, they went to a, they went to the United FA Cup game against Reading, and he said it was, you know, he goes the atmosphere was all right. He goes the game was a bit crap, and he goes I, I really wish you were there because I would have wouldn't I want I want you to take me to Anfield because I want to experience the atmosphere. Oh, that's gotta hurt. Yeah. <laughs> he goes, I've heard it's a really good atmosphere. Oh, I, I love wanna... that. 
Yeah, and I just thought, no, I said, all right, no problem. I said, next time you come to the UK and I'm there, I'll arrange it for you. Well, well speaking of which, with with uh, great um, due deference to to um, a couple of city supporting friends, one of them has a, is a lifetime city supporting friend, um, I have to say some of the pictures that we're seeing from their ground of late are just stunning. I mean, it's, it's not... Blue seats, aren't they? It's unbelievable what is happening there. I mean, they're they're getting everything a supporter could want. All the money in the world, the best nominally, they got the best manager in the world at the time, all the best players you could possibly hope for, and they can't get people into the stands. What is going on? The only thing I can think about that would be ticket prices because historically, city travel, when you know, in in the last three decades when we played Manchester City, they they they've been they come to Anfield. They go to you know the big games and stuff like that. So it's it's what people say about United as well. United, for all you know, we we don't like them. They travel. They've got a big support that goes all around the country and all around Europe, and they travel in numbers. And City have always done that as well. So the only thing I could think of is its ticket prices. Right. Well, the because, the, the, the well, that, that, Albion, that's, I said on Twitter, yeah. you know, can someone tell me? And it was like a tenner a ticket or something. Yeah, they were really cheap. But I, yeah. I mean, I, I do. Do they not sing a song about feeding the Scousers? Oh yeah, I mean they they they, well, they well, love all maybe that. that yeah. Maybe that's what they've decided to do. Rather than spend money on tickets, oh, they decided to feed the scousers. I think I think it's really a humble and a, a really nice gesture by the city fans that they've decided have to they do got, that. They got my direct debit details. <laughs> yeah. if, you, if you want to send some cash down here, Carl's <laughs> Car, Car, big into brie, just for the record. <laughs> Although I'm actually watching the, um, the the Brexit vote at the moment, and that my, no one's mentioned brie yet, which I'm a bit concerned about because. Uh, Big fan. I'm, I the the, the Bree Mountain. Um, yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. what's what's the uh, what's the, the the live as it happens Brexit news? Meaningful vote. Yes. Approve, approving the withdrawal agreement. Yes, two hundred and two. No, four hundred and thirty-two. Majority against Theresa May of two hundred and thirty. Oh, which is the, the biggest majority since that's, that's 18, eighteen something. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Something. That's, what, that's more than Callahan in seventy-nine. I think. That's, yeah, that's... yeah, I think it, I think it would be. So, so again, yeah, just power, Yeah, it's going to be interesting. And speaking of Brexit, lads, uh, did we is see? The... Affect, is this going to affect you, Trev? By the way. Oh, in what way? Mm, nice. Like, borders yeah. and things. The backstop. Are you like? Are you allowed to do podcasts anymore, or do, or do you have to put something in written in writing form to the government? I think the colour of my passport might be under under threat from what I've heard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's 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 going to be an interesting time, lads. It genuinely is going to be an interesting time. And like I said, speaking of Brexity fellas, I hope we all saw the quotes from the uh, anagram, the walking anagram that is Colin Wanker um, during the week. Uh, did yes. you see those quotes? The quotes that were yes. dug up. Um, I saw the interview and, past the and and the recent quotes. So they they actually found there was a lovely thing dug up from the past where he's talking about foreign players. It was tremendous. I don't know if you saw. It. I, I tried to put it on, on on my Twitter and it was basically talking. He was it was it was ages ago when Sam Allardyce was at Bolton and he was. You know, saying yeah, look, Sam's good. He uses he uses technology. A lot of foreigners, not so not so gone on that. I'm not big into the foreigners. He's myself. He says basically, but I'm about to sign this Chinese lad. Jesus, <laughs> he can't speak English, but uh, you know he's a clever lad. He'll get it. Yeah. And he just he doesn't get it right. And the the most recent quotes from him were just tremendous. I mean, it's basically, the last line. To well, hell with it, the it, it, to hell with the rest of the world. To hell with the, to rest, hell of with the, the world. rest of the world. Yeah, that's the, be- that's the beautiful game for you, right there. 
It's, the it's, hell it, with the rest of the world. But it isn't it remarkable that a gammon-headed idiot like that can be in front of a microphone and you know that he speaks for a huge portion of that population. And sad, but it's true. He does. Mm. He does. Mm. You know, yeah. they, 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 we know who they are. They, 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 you, can, you can identify them usually by the paper tucked under their arm. And it's just, I, I'd love to say he's a one-off, but he's not, is he? Well, I reckon he's got more than one mate in, manage, in management at the moment. Oh, wow. There's a whole, there's a whole sort of, um, there's an interesting sort of a posse. Um, like, there's, a, there's that, that, that um, awful rap um, troupe, Insane Clown Posse. Well, we've got an insane clown posse of Brexiteers in that whole game. You've got yeah. you've got Neil, you've got uh, Peter Shelton was talking shit recently. Oh, uh, didn't make Chris, Chris, Chris Waddle was talking some shit recently. Yeah. From uh, the uh, penalty, quite impressive. That that incredibly almost completely round human that is Alan Brazel from Talksport, constantly talking shit. Um, Dickie Keys. From BT Sport. Well, we're going to get to him. Let's get to him now, Carl. Let's get to uh, him now. My favourite thing ever about about Richard Keyes was when he when he got the sack from Sky. Um, he, he said that uh, there's, there's been dark forces at work here, which I thought was very <laughs> ironic for a man who can only be killed with a silver bullet. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that got me a few retweets and quite a bit of abuse as well when I put that uh, up. It's tremendous, and 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 in just in case that the 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 subtlety of that has gone over, um, he is famed for his uh, hirsute cherry hands. Yeah, I, and listen, as a, as a as a comparatively hirsute gent myself, I, I'd love to be able to have a little bit of empathy with uh, Keezy, but no, the absolute state of this human. Uh, we saw the quotes from him during the week. Um, he's obviously now just a sort of a clickbait merchant. He's obviously trying to drum up a bit of interest in what I would imagine is a less than well-supported channel. I could be wrong, but I'm doubting it does too well. Um, but in the week, he came out with uh, one of the most obnoxious statements ever and a, a, a common target, a common target. Um, if you're if you're stuck for someone to have a go at, have a go at the foreigners. And if you're really stuck for a, a foreigner to have a go at, have a go at Rafa Benitez. And that was exactly who. And whereabouts is he broadcasting from? In the middle of England. It's remarkable. Oh yeah, and actually, sorry, the the, the initial target of his ire was a, a man who is uh, not from not that far away, <laughs> just down mm. just down the river. Just down the river from from where from where old Dickie yeah. Keys and Andy Gray are broadcasting, and he's making Mo Salah a sort of a figure of of his um his uh, disdain, and it's a remarkable career decision amongst many remarkable career decisions made by uh, made by Mister Keys over the year. He I mean, proper hates us. So he's proper hates um, um Rafa. I talk about this a lot, but when we beat into Milan in their own ground to go through. Um, you know, he calls everyone Sir Alex and Arson and stuff like that. I'll never forget, he went to a link and he just said, um, and he said it like this, it's Benitez. Like that, as in, you know. And then he went back to him and he said, yeah, there's all these fans, there's loads of, loads of reds jumping all around the San Siro going absolutely nuts. And he went, yeah, but they'd rather win the league, wouldn't they? You know, <sighs> just no no joy whatsoever in his voice. Yeah. He yeah, fucking yeah. hates us. And again, I'm happy yeah. to live with his hate. He's he's like it's it's like a, a more apparent version of what what you sense Martin Tyler really feels, <laughs> but, uh, but it's uh, it's far more uh, it's far more extreme and, and, and pronounced and 
I mean, Cam, look, I, it, it, this, there's been so much fun during the week. That that kind of stuff, you could get a little bit upset about it. We saw uh, Rio Ferdinand trying to defend his business partner, partner Mike Ashley, and, yeah. um, and and I think then Keyes leans into that whole discussion and says that Rafa Benitez should spend his money on Newcastle players. I mean, it, 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 you're into really sort of bananas territory there, and we could spend all sorts of stuff, all sorts, all sorts of time on that if we wanted. But look, there's a more fun story that happened during the week, um, and that is uh, Bielsa Gate and the whole spying incident. And, and I would love to get your opinions, both of you, on this. It happened last Friday. I just happened to be in, happened to have the TV on, happened to see, um, for, uh, for a very rare occasion, a championship match was Leeds and Derby, and I said, I'll have a look at this. And the story was breaking all over the place, and we've seen the interviews and it's one of the best stories in recent years, I have to say. I absolutely love it. I'm interested, Cam, in your moral stance and the whole thing. Where do you where do you lean in terms of uh, in favour of against it? You think it's bang out of order? Would you be uh, would you be back in old poor old Lampsy there? Or who, who who who? What's your take on the whole story? Um, yeah, it's an interesting one. Um... I mean, you see how teams play week in week out. You get you can get DVDs and you can go over all the different formations they've played and you should really have enough knowledge from watching them play week in, week out. Um, it's not like it's Lampard's first game managing Derby this season. So why they honestly felt the need to try and go and spy on them? Well, they did spy on them, didn't they? they you know, uh, Bielsa actually admitted that they did in the interview afterwards, which was quite quite comical because he's just pleading guilty then, isn't he? Um I don't see why they felt the need to do it. I really don't. You, you know what they're about. You know what they're going to do. Are they going to suddenly, in the, in the space of a week, suddenly produce a new magical formation that needs to be spied on? I don't see it. I don't see the need of it. So it, it, it's, 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 it's cheating, isn't it? It's trying to gain an, an unfair advantage. And it's wrong. You say that, Cam, but we all know that you're over in India now looking at some pan-Asian Liverpool podcasts. <laughs> Getting tapped up by some lad who's about to offer you a sweetheart <laughs> deal to stay in the Punjab and broadcast he's, 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 he's having a look at Punjab Index. He's, he's there. Yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah he is. Yeah. And so, some lad's whispering in his ear saying, listen, that host lad, he's a bit shit. Cam, I think you do a better job. <laughs> I think for, from, my, from my perspective here, I think you're the man there, Cam. Come on. They, I, they I, go with opening quotes and end with sweet talk. Yeah. <laughs> sweet for the last 10 minutes, okay. And for some reason... The word cams always got to be involved in the title, and I don't know why that is, but we'll have to go back and see why. I think I think there could it's be It's all a, on the jingle. It's all on the jingle. <laughs> there, could, there could be a sweetheart deal on the go here. I think it's a good point. Carl, I'm going to go and, and, and imagine that you're not quite as morally outraged as Cam. Maybe I'm completely wrong. Um, but before I ask you for your take, can I just frame it? Because I'm, 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 I'm just going to declare myself in the complete opposite camp. And I loved all this cultural chat, this cultural chit chat. And I loved the British bulldog sort of um, disgust uh, and tolerance, borderline tolerance on Frank's face as he was talking about how it's not part of our culture. Um, this from a man whose uh, ex <laughs> yeah, exactly. had a fella hiding in a freaking laundry hamper. Um, so, I mean, the, it, you, look, 
as Cam says, it, it, it's it's not it's it is it is effectively, of course, it is straight up. It is cheating. I have to say, I kind of like it in the way that I like much of that South American stuff that has creeped into the crept into the game via some great exponents. I like some of that dark art stuff. I do. I have to say, I know it's not strictly. So I know I understand what the point Cam's making is cheating, but. I don't know. I just find the whole, the whole thing incredibly comical. This idea of someone camped out watching a watching a training session, and stories did break cam afterwards about how fellas had done it in the past and sort of owned up. And you know, uh, the, 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 it had it had given a little bit of an advantage. Maybe a new system being played. Maybe a new guy being tried at left back. He could be exposed. Some little thing. And it is margins. It's the finest of margins. And you know, no matter what, what your moral stance on it, you can see why he did it. Carl, would you? What what side of the camp did you come down on the whole thing? I'm all for it. One hundred percent all for it. I thought it was funny because you're not going to gauge that much anyway. Um, and if anyone's really, a, 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 I mean, it comes right. It is cheating, of course, it is, and he shouldn't have done it. But I just find things like that funny, to be honest, because I think that I think the return is going to be so marginal on, on what you're going to get from that. And and also, has anyone looked at our manager when the teams come to warm up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He stands in the centre circle and stares at them. Yeah, you can basically just see him go. You can, I've seen him. He's basically just going, okay. So he's um, so he's wearing a bib, is he? You know, you can just see him doing it. You know. Um, but they know, uh, the, they know the team lineup by then as well. Yeah, I know. Yeah, but, but, he, but he, I think he's looking at the way, the, the way they're going to line up as much as anything else. Yeah. You know, but after time, you know, I mean, I mean, try. Yeah, but, but then any manager could do that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Then, yeah, so that's so that's that's an equal playing field, though. I mean, oh yeah, absolutely. I, yeah, but, yeah. but then, but then saying that, I'm I'm hoping somebody's down at the uh, Crystal Palace training ground this weekend. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't think you would turn your nose up if we no. had someone spying on, on Hodges. No, no, of course. So it, I, I, I don't think if you it's, need it with Roydal, it? it's going to be 4 2 Yeah. <laughs> yeah, ladies and gentlemen, Crystal what, Palace. Do they have 4 4 fucking No, no, two. They, they brought Benteke on, didn't they, on Saturday? Uh, I, I think, um, but Matt, yeah, they brought him on, yeah. I think um, uh, the, the big thing about, about that particular game is, of course, um, um, he's had 35 years of so those those methods have stood him in good stead. I mean, you know, he's got a record from doing that from Halmstead to Arabo uh, to Neuchatel Jama. Yeah. Okay, that's how you pronounce it. Okay. Yeah, to, um, to, to, to be fair to, to to be fair to Roy, his methods have translated. Uh, they have four, translated. Yeah, four four two, Christian Paulson. Yeah. Look, I mean, here's the thing. Let's you've brought the game up. Let's talk about the game because there is a thing that's after happening in the course of the week. Um, all sorts of fellas losing the the run of themselves today when they heard that Trent apparently now could be out for somewhere between three and six weeks with a knee ligament injury. Um, it's not the most serious, but then again, it's not uh, trivial either. So we're looking at three minimum apparently and six maximum or maybe worse if it gets complicated. And so people are getting very, very frightened about this and terrified and sort of t- talking about how, why did he play? He shouldn't have played. He shouldn't have been allowed to play all these different takes because there was all that chat about how he got injured in the warm up. You would have missed this, Carl, but we were uh, treated to it. It was the, basically the entire topic of conversation in a kind of dull enough affair in the first half where Liverpool were just dominating the ball and there weren't too many chances getting created. Most of the talk was about Trent and was he okay and is he okay now? And, I thought he played his way really well into that game and put in a really good shift. And it's just sad to see that he's injured. I couldn't give a shit that he decided to play or didn't play or whatever. I, I don't really get that whole uh, take on it. Um, maybe I'm completely... People get injured. 
people get injured yeah and you know like he said he could play he tried to play and now he's now he's hurt himself i mean i, I think it's uh, the, the the levels of panic today were a bit a bit, a bit kind of weird for me the whole klein thing was brought up and People are so quick to just get really, really judgmental about the, the manager. How could he let him go? How could he let Klein go? Now look, now look. I mean, we've got Mr. Utility Man there. He can step in. Joe Gomez is only a game or two away. Joel Matip is a game away or maybe not even. Um, he's, on the, he's on the bench, really. So. Yeah. Now, here's the problem as far as I can see. Ginny freaking Wijnaldum is injured. Ginny yeah. Wijnaldum may be an issue. He may be a doubt. Now, if that's the case, we really need Fabinho to step into midfield or... Here's a shout for you, and Cam, I'm interested to see if you think he can do this. Is this the game where Naby Keita comes in and has a go and makes the difference? Yes. Ooh, I've put you, I've put you on the spot there, like Brian Moore put Kevin Keegan on the spot with the penalties. Is he, is he going to score? <laughs> yes. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but anyway, sorry. Yeah, you, re- you reckon this could be his time? Well, uh, well, he's he's part of the, he's part of the first team squad. We have. Two two injuries, um, which uh, look like they're well. Trent's definitely out. Ginny's possibly out, and Ginny's probably been our most consistent midfielder all season. Um, obviously, Fabinho's coming and done really well. Fabinho, if Matic doesn't play, Fabinho's got to either play centre back or right back. I mean, he does play right back for Brazil, which they're not a bad team. And and if he is Brazil's right back, you'd think he knows what he's doing there. He's better than so, off. Oh. About 50-50. Yeah, 50, maybe 60-40. Maybe All right, 50-50. I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what. No, no, no. 52-48. Let's go Brexit. Yeah, okay. Um, let's let's yeah. do that. No yeah. deal. No, no. Well, at the moment, we, we, we can't talk to Trev because we've got to talk about backstop before we'll have him talk about I'll be, I'll be the backstop. You go ahead. Yeah. You go okay, ahead. fair enough. <laughs> so, so, yeah, Nabi, Nabi I, I think Nabi has to be a strong consideration. I mean, he's got to play sometime. He's got, yeah. I, mean, he, he, I think he's fit now because he, he he did a thirty second cameo and gave oh, the ball away yeah, once and did a driving run once. Yeah, so um, he, he also seriously though he did he did play well against um, Palace in the away game. He was super. Yeah, he's really good. That that, that, but, but, that lovely turn that sent Townsend into the uh, yeah, into the nice. fans. See you later. That was yeah. You know, and he oh, just yeah, sort of carried then, on jogging. And Moe fluffed his lines, isn't that right? Is that yeah. is that what we? Yeah, yeah. Moe yeah. couldn't quite take the, couldn't quite bring the ball down, could he? So yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. He shit that lad. He shit that lad. He's not very good, is he? What's he ever done? What's he ever done for us? <laughs> I think we should move him on in the window. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think anybody would want him though? Nah. <laughs> oh, by the well, way, by well, the we way, could hi- we could we could hijack that Ryan Babble deal. The Ryan Babble, the Babble copter has been flying today and he's dropped him right over Fulham and he signed there with his glorious red bar, uh, barnet. Uh, I saw him signing. He's, he's there in a, in a, in a Fulham jersey. I, I honestly, I couldn't tell you what age Ryan Babble is, but I know he played for Holland recently, so he, he can't be more than well, mid about that you mention age. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, seamless, Frenchie, seamless. Yeah, that's what happened with this, me, Trev? Yeah, the Punjabi lad in the background is going, see that? That's the class that I want yeah. <laughs> anchoring the show. <laughs> what, 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 yeah, exactly. Yeah. What, you, what you've got that is the yeah. highest order. Yeah, well, I, I've I've copped my age to, today on Twitter, so I can't really... I can't, you, you, well, I can't, you didn't actually say an age, did you? You sort of 
That's said for 40s. generic with a decade, well, didn't you? No, 40s is fine. That'll yeah, do everybody. Yeah. They, can, right. they can fucking take, take what they like from that. Um, <laughs> but, 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 uh, <laughs> he means he was born in the 40s. <laughs> I was in my prime in the forties. I, I, spe- speaking of um, speaking of um, transfers and things and and and, and uh, little little uh, little uh, me- memories from the past, there was a lad who used to play for for us. Um, oh, what was his name? Nike, I think he was called. And um, I saw a lovely article by Phil Vic or Tim Vickery, rather Phil Vickery, Tim Vickery, talking about uh, how he's awful sad now at his new club. I don't know if you heard about this, did you? Um, I won't name him. I'll just leave it blank. Blank, and now as a player and maybe as a person, he's kind oh, of at a crossroads. There's, there's a um, there's an article about this on the Anfield Index website. Which oh yeah, is, um, yeah, which, is, which I think is very good. So, not not on the Pajabi Index website yet. <laughs> <laughs> can't give it time. Um, <laughs> Cheers, mate. Oh, you know what? I know he said something incredibly rude there, which would have been, which Gags would have been flying back mid air to come and see me about. Oh, when I dear. said that. All right, well, about off air, I want to hear exactly what that was. Uh, you can type it. it, it <laughs> but look, the, the bottom line is uh, he's not happy, uh, Cam. And I know you in particular Apparently. will feel Apparently. empty for him, you know, because um, he, he just doesn't look, says uh, Tim, a happy bunny. It's sad, isn't it? Um, gosh, is it? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> well, look. Let, let 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 me let me let me end Liverpool things on a on a sort of a an. Oh, by the way, Ryan, Ryan Babel is thirty two. By the way, come on. He's just turned no 32. way. Yeah. Oh, that makes no sense. That makes that, sense. How can he only be thirty two? I think he signed for us when he was about nineteen, though, wasn't he? When he signed for us. Yeah, he was very young. Yeah, he was a kid. Yeah, when, yeah. when we got him. Yeah. Right. Okay. His yeah, yeah. name is Guno. G U N O. Guno. I've never heard of that. Yeah. Is that like a glue or something? Must be. I, I've heard of guano. That's a very but, different thing. He joined us in 2007. He was he playing was, kind of... He's, he's, yeah, so he would have been 20. He was yeah. playing kind of guano by the end of his time with us, to be fair to him. <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, so, I'm happy with that. Uh, right, just, just to finish on an up note, um, the official website... Um, has a retrospective on the first 50 games that Virgil played for Liverpool. And nice. here's, here are some stats for you to wrap your wrap your brain around. In those 50 games, there have been 24 clean sheets. In the current season, 13 of 22 Premier League fixtures have had clean sheets. Uh, so 33 wins in those first 50. Um, the that, def- that's, a, that, that's 66% that, Trey. That's Thanks for that. That's Thanks massive that. right there. That's I was m- trying to work that out. I was struggling with that one. <laughs> my, two times, my two times table failed me. Tell you what, Brent, you want to stay away from the politics tonight because you won't follow what's going on at all. Uh, he's, he, he's got uh, Liverpool's uh, defensive platform. Just 10 goals conceded in the Premier League so far this season has been pivotal, they say. 71.69. Just give him 71.7, can you? Uh, dual, air, aerial or dual success. No outfield player. Can better Van Dijk's percentage in duels in his first in his fifty games. Um, in the same period, he also leads the team for get your head around this clearances, interceptions, and blocks. He's made over three and a half thousand passes, which might tell you an awful lot about his involvement. Um, yeah. And they're all as they're all as calm as you like. Uh, uh, mostly as calm as you like. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, contributed to. Um, 
Anfield being a sort of unbreached fortress for 918 minutes. So, can I give one more stat? Please do. He's not been dribbled past yet. Oh yeah, and there's a there, there's another good one. No aerial goals conceded. Yeah, yeah, we're not that this season. That's this season. I've got yeah. about last season. Oh right, so, so since 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 he came, he hasn't been dribbled past. He's not been dribbled past since he came, but I'm not sure about the. I know we've definitely not conceded a a goal in the Premier League this season by a header. Well, you gotta love that. Yeah, you have well, got how, to. Love how, that. how do yeah? You need a step ladder for a start. Well, you got to do what? Uh, who was it? The the one game where they just kept blocking him off in the in the penalty area. That's the only oh, way you yeah. can stop him. Yeah. I can't remember. It was about three weeks ago, wasn't it? Yeah. But we still won the game. It was in December, wasn't it? Um, and uh, but they didn't Newcastle, score. Newcastle or Arsenal? Yeah, yeah, one of those two. Yeah. So he's 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 a phenomenal player, isn't he? We're just so lucky to have him. Yeah. I, I, for the weekend, then just last shout on the football before we outro with um, a little bit uh, from yourself, Cam, with your new feature. But, but last <laughs> word, last words on the football. The, the the Palace game, we do have then that long, long-ish break. Apparently, the lads are heading off for a bit of warm weather, uh, training camps and stuff like that to Dubai. You can see how that could be a good thing. Are you confident ahead of the weekend match? I mean, we have seen Palace pull off some very incredible results. Um, well, they beat City. They did. So, I mean, what's what, what's your thinking? Given the injury situation, given the fact that we'll allow that Ginny won't play, we'll allow that Trent is out now for a while. And um, mm. what 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 tweaks would you like to see, as opposed to what do you think is going to happen? Because no one can predict Jurgen. What would you like to see happening in terms of a lineup going against them? Um, uh, obviously, Allison in goal, Robert left back, Van Dijk left centre back, uh, Matic right centre back, Fabinho right back, uh, Hendo uh, would have to play as a six, Naby Keita, Shakiri, and the front three. Oh, it's a very interesting lineup. You're going for Fab at, at right back. Interesting. I know you, obviously he's he's done a lot of time there for the Brazilian national team, and that's a shout yeah. I haven't heard much of. It's a good shout too, an interesting one. Um, Play Carl, players in the positions they're good at playing. At, I say. Well, to be fair, he was pretty bloody good at centre half as well. Carl, what are you so thinking? Mm, yeah, agree. I I think there might be. I've I've spoken to Bielsa about this, and he said. Um, <laughs> They might be. He's actually outside the window now. Um, he, um, uh, I think there might be. He's, a he's eight to... floors up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> he's got a lovely view of Parliament. Um, I've. Um, uh, there might be a chance of James Milner at right back, just because when we played them at Salhurst, he kicked the living shit out of Wilfred Zaha. Yeah. So there yeah. could be a chance. Is he in Listen... Zaha? I never know where he is with these things. I, I apparently he's he's okay to play, but I okay. think I I think Milner's best game for us this season has been at right back because he had to just embrace that whole discipline, stay in shape, and do it well. Of course, Saha is a problem for anybody, um, and if they double up, it would be more of an issue for 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 Milner, um, especially given his recent return to falling over form. But I think mm-hmm. I think we're more likely to see him, to see Milner there, and I tell you, it's. I like Cam Shout, and I think I might actually be inclined to favour it. But I do, especially if Matip's fit. But I do think um, I read somewhere a couple of times there today. There are little things coming from a few different journalists about how Klopp is delight. He's not panicked about the idea of Trent's injury because he likes to have James Miller um, able to get some minutes and get time on the pitch because he likes to have his influence in the team. And 
I can see him stepping in there all right, especially if Matip's fit to, to, to come back. But lads, roll on Joe Gomez. That's all I can say. It, it, the word is that he might be back for the one after the uh, the warm weather. Leicester. Leicester, yeah. So yeah. fingers crossed that will happen. Um, there is a feature that we normally do, folks, to finish out. We normally have a little bit of Tony Blackburn. It's on hiatus this week. And the reason for for that is because um, Carl's been been flooded, and I have an extra. I have a, I have a feature that I'd like to bring in, but I'm going to wait because we're just kind of pushing our time limit here. So I'm going to introduce it to you next week, and we'll all alternate with Tony for a while. Uh, it's a thing I found during the day, and it's bloody marvelous. It was basically the writer request for Iggy and the Stooges. And oh, it's 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 written out um, in all the different uh, all the different categories. It's one of the most incredible things I've ever read, and it's just bloody hilarious all the way through. So I'm going to read you ch- some chunks of that over the next couple of weeks. I think you'll enjoy it. But we will sort of start to move a little bit out of uh, the football and out of the show entirely. Um, I'll I'll get one quick um, recommendation for Netflix from everybody, and not, not a discussion, and then we'll go to Cam's uh, new feature. And then we'll wrap it up because we have started to uh, get well past the hour at this stage. So um, anything you've been watching, uh, Cam, since you've been out there that you'd uh, recommend to people? You. Really? You've been watching me? I've been watching you. (laughs) And it it is as creepy as that. I was going to say, Cam, Bielsa, Branch, outside my window. (laughs) That's fantastic. Uh, And it, it it is literally about stalking. Brilliant. I, I, yeah, yeah. I, I read the blurb. I didn't. It didn't. It's excellent. Having had, having had a slight experience of, of that type of thing, it, it freaked me out. I don't really want to. I don't think I'll ever watch that. Uh, Carl, what about yourself? Um, not um, not Netflix, um, but I've been watching. You know, Virgin um, Virgin TV. It, it sometimes it, it puts things. It records things that you might might like. I've oh yeah. Watching, I've been watching an awful lot of the Sweeney lately. Oh, have you? God, it's brilliant. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's quite fantastic. a doc. It's quite a document of its time. It, it, it's yeah. a, it's a bit. Uh, put your knickers on, make us a cup of tea, love, isn't it? It's very seventies. Yeah. They? <laughs> yeah, but they're the best ones. But the good thing about it as well, there's loads of times when they lose. Loads right. of times where the, where the villain gets away, just because they're just too clever. Right, right. <laughs> I must, I must give it a look. Uh, is, is it actually? It's actually showing on some, of, some of the. It's like ITV Four or something. Right, like that. right, 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 right. A guy drink a recommendation in the chat box. Titans is good if comic stuff is your thing. Oh, I've seen that actually. Yeah, that's that's a Netflix production as well. Must get around to that. Uh, I finished um, Peaky Blinder season four. Fan bloody tastic, especially the last little reveal. You don't see that coming and. I've started into season six of House of Cards. I'm four in, and it's weird. And it's not because Claire's the central character. It's just weird. It's a weird tone to it. I'm not sure if I like I it. I still so. enjoyed it. Yeah, I, look, I'm, I'm engaged. I'm absolutely going to watch it, but it just yeah. seems if there's a funny pitch to it. Anyway, look, we'll see. I, I won't recommend it till I watch it all, and we'll, we'll see one way or the other. Now, Cam, uh, listeners have been looking forward to this all day because <laughs> it's time for Cam's Corner, and we're going to queue you up, Cam. You can cool. get your quote, quote ready because here... If it's not not the verb, I'm going to be really upset. Clearly it's not the verb. Damn. Anyway, it's time for Cam's Corner. (laughs) 
It goes again once more. <laughs> there you it just, go. It, it just smells of dignity, doesn't it? <laughs> it's just beautiful. <laughs> I'm just feeling my age now. <laughs> I'm so, I'm just so pleased I found that today. Cam's corner, everybody. Go ahead. Today, I chose life. Every morning when I wake up, I can choose joy, happiness, negativity, pain. To feel the freedom that comes from being able to continue to make mistakes and choices, today I chose to feel life. Not to deny my humanity, but embrace it. That's just so Cam's corner. It's not um, Matt Haig, is it? No. Because <laughs> I've got views there. Yeah, that's 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 fifty minutes of a show on itself. Don't even. Start. <laughs> I'll, I'll be honest, listeners, that's off mic. That one. <laughs> that really is. Um, press, the, press the red button on your device. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 bonus content shit right there. Yeah. Uh, talk to us, Cam, but who that is because people are are, are waiting with bated breath. I, I I never heard of this person. I didn't even. Of course you have. It's just some no. internet bloke. No, no, it's somebody on the internet. Obviously, it's it's Kevin or Coin. Okay. If, if I, I really, I really want to use the say Pol Pot. <laughs> <laughs> Someone called Hitler. I've tried to avoid right wing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, I, we'll leave that to the likes of Warnock. Oh, we can't Jeez. call it someone. Co- we can't call the episode someone. Someone called Hitler. Oh, Again, that's... gags will have us up in front of HR on Monday. <laughs> if we did that about, about this podcast, lads. Oh yeah. I've enjoyed that. I've enjoyed that immensely. And and Cam, just just to clarify, you're not doing any other apart from obviously your your uh, ongoing just, negotiations with Punjabi Index. You're not doing any further shows <laughs> with anybody uh, else this week. Um, maybe Saturday night with gags. So, maybe um, Saturday night with. Oh yeah, you might do yeah. something live on, when you're going to watch the game. Okay, yeah, yeah okay. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. So it's a Saturday afternoon kickoff. Means what? About eight, 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 half eight, nine o'clock for you guys heading out. Eight, eight, eight thirty on Saturday. Yeah, it's three o'clock UK time, isn't it? Well, hopefully it's an enjoyable occasion for you, Carl. Before we go, anything this week in the in the pipeline for you? You mentioned at least one article area on. Anything else people should check yeah, out? Yeah, I've, I've written about about Coutinho. Um, I've got a very very sorry? nice review on Twitter. Um, oh, sorry, he's a Brazilian like Cam. Um, okay. Oh, would, would, would he fit into our team? No, Christ no. I don't, I don't know. I, I reckon he, you know, he could fit in quite nicely. Nah, avoid him. We don't need him. We've got Adam Lallana. Yes, um, swear. Backing up on the left. Um, <laughs> yeah, I've written about that. Uh, I'm going to be appearing on the writers. In, well, actually, I haven't agreed to it yet, but I might be appearing on the writers podcast this week with Leanne Prescott, who I'm going the game with on Saturday. And nice. talk. And talk to me a little bit, just so for for the 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 niche community that is the Ripperology subsection of our listenership. I've seen you put a lot of stuff on Instagram during the week. Yeah, I've got loads going on. This this is, yeah. I've had a really really weird. The, the whole Ripper thing's really weird for me because it was a very very small interest three years ago. Uh, last week I did an interview with France Culture, which is the basic. I think I'm right in saying it's like French Radio Four. Um, I did a, a meeting with. I did a, an interview with them. Um, and I'm giving a talk at the Whitechapel Society on the 2nd of February in London, if you're around for that, uh, along with a man called Bob Hinton. And I, um, uh, it's a bit of watch this space, Bob, but basically I'm narrating um, a podcast series on the Maybrick Letter, which is a series of interviews 
about the finding of James Maybrick's um, Ripper diary, if you believe he wrote it, going back to the about 1980, 1992, I think it was. So you're, think you're, you're, are you are you narrating I'm, somebody else's I'm, writing, or are you writing I'm, it? As I'm, well? I'm narrating the. So, well, basically, it's 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 actually a talk by various Ripperologists back in 1992, but we found we found the interviews again. Oh, okay. called John, Jonathan has, okay. and he's asked me to, to narrate them. So they're going to be put out, put out as a series, which I'm narrating. Sweet, there's another bit of, bit of scouse honey all over that. Uh, that's great. Get get into that, folks, if you're interested. In it. Um, and I'm sure Carl will be tweeting links so you can follow him there at the Sensi on uh, Twitter if you're looking for something uh, along those lines to read. Look, we'll finish it up on that note for this episode of the Anfield Index podcast with me thanking you, our listeners. Um, I'm going to say the usual thing. Let's grow this a little bit. Let's tell somebody about it. If you enjoyed the show today, uh, just pass it on. That's all I'm asking you to do. Just pass it on. Um, and we would really appreciate that. Yeah, another good week. Um, we've got some Reds ahead of us. We've got some Reds behind us. It's a hell of a season. We've got all sorts of characters left, right, and center. Pantomime shite hawks, I heard them referred to. <laughs> left, right, and center <laughs> in the football world at the moment. So let's enjoy it. I've been Trev Denny. Until we speak to you again, be kind to your fellow Reds and stay safe out there. Sports Social Podcast Network.